0: Hello everybody and welcome to Board With Fins, a casual podcast about tabletop nonsense, gaming and RPGs, etc. With the hidden gimmick that some of us may or may not be Finnish. And that ratio may have changed for this episode, but I'm not going to spoil it. Because my name is Tom, I am one of your hosts. But luckily, it's not just me. Because next door to the studio is the International Eurovision Jurors room. And I've grabbed two of them in here to ask some very stern questions about what actually a Eurovision winner does look like. Wait a minute. It's Eta and it's not Simon. It's Nikos. How's it going, guys?
1: It's going good. It's all right. <laughs> I'm 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 still reeling from yesterday. I am like I think as a jury we did some bad things.
0: I uh, yeah, I don't know why you did that. I don't know why.
1: I, I cannot look myself think in the about what, you,
0: what, what sort of fins are you or are you not? Again, the mystery <laughs> is going to keep going. We'll just say international in uh, in air quotes. But yeah, I don't obviously not to tip the the hand of when we're recording this but i'm incensed and ita has told me that she's been angry since 2016 about this new format
1: (laughs) yeah about the way they changed the jury votes uh, how they're counted and how they're presented i've been saying this since 2016 but i am especially mad today i was up until 3am being angry about this i don't think it's how it should work but i also don't have a better option right now i've heard some yeah we were robbed i've heard some like quite like measured takes about how we shouldn't how like the jury is actually a good thing mm. i'm not ready to accept those yet <laughs> but <I'm, laughs> it's still too soon it is it's too soon too soon
0: but other than the crippling disappointment of your mission how have you guys been
2: i've been good <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: no just just living life, life things yeah. well luckily we've managed to trap you in this in this studio <laughs> uh it's an honor <laughs> Is it? it? (laughs) We'll see. see. He's tied to this chair, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. We'll peer behind the curtain again. But yeah, I thought for this episode, because we do do a lot of planning for RPGs, some or some that maybe is less successfully scheduled than others, Mm -hmm. uh, but we all have basically systems that we're attracted to and want to run. So rather than doing, oh, a boring review of the RPG system when you actually know what you're talking about... How about we flip that and we basically just kind of go through things that we've either spent money on and looking at the amount of RPG books on this table, we have spent some money on these things already. On the assumption that we were attracted to them for some reason and then kind of chatting through why we picked these systems and why we think we would like to run them or play in them. Yes. How about that?
1: Especially about since that? I haven't bought a single book and there's still a lot of books on this table. So I'm like, you guys have spent money on this. Why? I, I mean, <laughs> as
0: for board games, you don't play them or buy them. Yeah. At
2: any... I just, yeah, I, get, I got the same feeling from listening to the podcast. <laughs> 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 it
0: is like a board game. <laughs> That's weird. A role playing game. Strange, mm. strange. Mm. So I guess, who wants to draw first blood? Who wants to say, look, this system is pretty baller?
1: Well, I can go first just because mine is the easiest, because I want to talk about uh, Blades in the Dark, because this is relevant to all three of us in this room, because I played this the first time a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I cannot remember, because Nikos wanted to play and run this for the first time, and I had been interested in playing it for a while, and then since then I've said good things about it, and Tom has been telling me that I should run a game of it.
0: Yes, please. Because, again, I think I've only ever played in, like, Half a game that you ran about eighty-five years ago. Yeah, I think in the it was Genesis or yeah, something. It, it was, was really I old, you old were school.
2: Twenty-five or
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: shit! <laughs> Future me, edit this out quickly. <laughs> Ex- expel him from the room. He knows too much.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like because I d- did run the half of a Genesis one shot because one shots are never one shots. In when I run well, the, yeah. well, okay, my D and D one shots have remained one shots. But yeah, that that Genesis game was a shit show. That Went off the rails and then ended early and then never got picked up again. I still kind of like Genesis as a system, but I think it would require more setup than I did at the time. Um, mm. Yeah, I, don't
0: know. I think looking back, I think we this this is already off topic. Yes, but-, <laughs> but looking back, I think mechanically, I think we tried to play it too much like like D and D, like one role for one thing kind yes. of thing, which I don't think it's set up for at all but we just tried to do it because i think we're all fucking noobs that is actually
1: one of the things that is concerning to me about blades in the dark because we did play and i did enjoy it but i remember thinking at the time already and saying to you Nikos that like I think it suffered from most of us being already D&D players like we tried to play like D&D with mm-hmm. the amount of player ag- agency it gives you the amount of like free form and improv that you can do and should do and actually need to do for it to work mm-hmm. is doable as a D&D player especially like I have a lot of like our like role playing experience from the D&D games I've played but I'm not used to having quite that much ability to affect how the game runs.
0: Okay. Can I throw in like what I perceive Blades in the Dark to be, and then you guys can yeah. educate me great. on what it actually is? Okay. So this kind of setting of it is city surrounded by ghosts or something grim, dark, steampunkish, mm-hmm. perhaps. And then the kind of main gimmick of it, not to overly boil it down, but as it's kind of sold, is that you basically role play, but your hidden weapon is a mechanical flashback mm-hmm. to solve problems. That, this is my kind of takeaway of what it's been not pitched to me as, but what I've kind of gleaned. How incorrect am I?
2: I would say not very incorrect. Maybe not at all. Uh, I don't know if the flashback is the main mechanic. Mm. Okay. I would say it's one of the mechanics. But it, it has this cool thing that like even in the book, it presents it as uh, uh, like look at it as a movie or as an episode mm. of a TV show mm-hmm. yeah. where you don't plan ahead that much. Uh, you have a vague idea of what your score is. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, the scene fades out and you start into the action. And then if you want to say that, oh, I have done this, like I, I have yeah. planned for this, you flashback and you you say that, these happens. But then, yeah. how
0: do I role play three hours of shopping before I decide to go on the hunt?
1: That's the, kind of the whole point of not having to do that. What? I That's would, a
0: foundation yeah. stone of all D and D games that I. have <laughs> We
1: still try to do that a bit in the game we play, but it's <laughs> like because it like,
0: please stop, <laughs> please, please stop, when... <laughs> stop trying to go shopping. You're about to, <laughs> you're about to rob someone.
1: That is one of the things. Like one of the things is like the I do say that the like the flashback is one of the main things people talk about when they talk about in and Dark. And yeah, mm. I, as for the setting, I think. Yeah, steampunky, grimdark, like steampunk, like Victorian-ish something-something world where things were cool and there was lots of magic and shit. it was great until Mm -hmm. the sun broke and then now everything is plunged into forever darkness. There's ghosts and then you go like the cool, like one of those things that just stuck in my brain is the, the massive ships powered by Leviathan blood. I mean, it sounds pretty United. pretty dark. Yeah, <laughs> and the world is like a mix of, or the city is basically the mix of a uh, London, Prague, and I think Venice, and then there's a few other cities and a few other like nation states, I guess. And mm. you have your different races and different like cultural like touchstones for different races and so on. Like there's
0: oh, really? I didn't realize. I thought it was all human, so it's not. Yeah, but it's, it's like human races. Oh. Earth. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah, Different right,
1: right. regions yeah, yeah, yeah. of the
2: world. And there is one, I think, that is like, um, you, they have demon blood, so yeah. they have like weird uh, like, horns or tieflings. Tieflings. Yeah, cough tieflings. Kind of, well, no, yeah. not really, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, like, a
0: copyright infringement-free yeah. version of it. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: But the reason I find this interesting as a DM to play, run it is like, okay, one of the things is I Am Busy As Fuck that has come up quite a lot. Like, this is the least prep-heavy RPG I think I can think of. And like... Okay, the thing I noticed when you were running this was like there was nothing you could have done to prepare for the game you were running because you had no idea (laughs) which of the like I think eight different like subclasses which are basically all just kind of different kind of flavors of rogue we would be picking and then we created the crew and again we could pick from like again eight different subtypes of like are we smugglers are we thieves are we assassins are we thugs whatever
0: so it's it's still a class-based System,
2: like yeah, you yeah, pick but certain the things. The thing that are... is, you have classes or archetypes or whatever yeah. you want to call mm-hmm. them. Playbooks, I think, yeah. maybe yeah, That's okay. the word that we use yeah. uh, for the characters. Mm-hmm. But then you have a playbook for the crew as well, because you are part of a crew, and okay. then the crew also gets gains experience, and you can yeah. get like crew. The crew has a class like as well, well, kind of oh, like okay, the, weird.
1: like the crew is get a, the crew is has like being part of the crew gives you certain abilities or attributes, and then the crew as a group has certain points to put into their lair, and vehicle and everything else right this is one of those things where again the the on the flip side of why I'm not certain I want to run this is because, I, again, something I said to you when we played is that I think it would be richer and more interesting to play it as a full-on campaign because the things you get from the crew are very like, uh, mm. it makes sense that you're building something together, you're trying to go somewhere as a crew. There was less that I felt like, oh, I would miss playing this character and getting to see where this character goes and more like, oh, I want to see where we go as a group and what mm. do we accomplish and how do we change this city.
0: Is the crew just the player characters or or is there like a gang just that is the crew? I
1: think like, just like I think you can also like think of it as a part of a different like group. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think you can have like in the assets of the. Oh, you have the, like the crew, people you, you can, can have. have yeah. You can have people that are like accomplices or like mm. friendly Side to kids, your group, yeah, yeah. and you, other other people in the crew that are not like the main characters of the story. You know. Yeah, yeah but okay. it can be like you, oh you have a big group, but it's only the three or four of you.
1: Yeah, you can are... roleplay that into the game as well. <laughs> but like I think mostly it is like you are mostly interacting. with with the people in your crew and then your crew has relations so like is friendly or not friendly with certain other crews like the entire Mm. like society is in many ways seen through the eyes of being part of a crew that is one of many many different crews that are all vying for the same things. basically
2: not necessarily like crews as in (coughs) other criminals Uh, Mm -hmm. you (laughs) see every organization as a crew like the police is one crew the the, The council the justice system is one crew the council
0: So, like, guilds and... Yeah, yeah, practically.
2: And you have, like, different tiers, like depending on how big they are and how influential. Yeah. And then there's also the tier game. Like, if you are a low tier, you're insignificant to, like, a big tier organization. And, like, if you do something that affects them, you gain more experience. Yeah. But if you do something against, like, an equal-tier
1: organization,
2: like, you you, you have, like, a rival gang, it doesn't give you much.
0: So how much of this, because, I mean, this was initially pitched as, like, kind of a low-prep kind of thing. This is very, like, again, I'm going to
1: go further (laughs) on this, because there is a, there was a really good explanation, like, if you are familiar with games, and if you are able to, like, substitute your own things in your brain, the explanations for each kind of organization or crew are super good in, like, evoking the thing that they are trying to say with very few words. Okay. And then... Like, as I was saying, like Nikos couldn't have prepared for the game we were going to be playing because you had set a few problems that we could be solving or a few heists that we could be doing, but then mm-hmm. the heists themselves would obviously be affected by what the crew is good at. If we had to, chosen to be, like, you know, assassins or thugs there would have been a very different solution to a there is this like judge who is co- causing problems to this one group. And <laughs> I
0: hate when judges step in and <laughs>
1: exert exactly, like, authority because we with decided, the rule of law. We decided to be like smugglers and at that point it's like how do you like are we We're good at like human trafficking some, yeah, that's human, the like, solution that was, to everything. That actually. was one of the options we ever think like, <laughs> it's like, like
0: underlined on the whiteboard if we just looking <laughs> and then plan B, something else question mark.
1: We ended up think I think uh poisoning the judge with like <laughs> like, not poisoning but like drugging her and like putting stuff in her like, house to make it seem like she had been abusing drugs and therefore like trying to f- yeah. cre- question to her authority. Just anyone.
0: dear diary love heroin still ba-
2: th- yes, this is yeah, basically yes. <laughs> and then heroin in her toothpaste <laughs> <laughs> or not heroin but like some psychedelic yeah that was it. The, the, no, the, and then the we also
1: It's also because we over prepared we also wrote a fake love letter to one captain of a leviathan like ship and whatever to like <laughs> make it seem like she's biased or compromised but anyway but like even there the whole thing with preparing a score is okay you you are trying to accomplish a thing you need to decide what kind of a score is it like is it like is it the highest is it a It's
2: practically like, how do you want to solve it? Do you want to solve it with violence? Do you want to use subterfuge? Mm. It's like, it has certain names. I don't remember them also from the book.
0: But then how much of it is the law of the world kind of dictating mechanics? Like, how much is it, like, just mechanical? And then how much is it, like, well, I know this about these guys?
2: I would say that you can definitely do it more generically. Mm. Of course, the the idea is that the city, mm. the, the way that the world is built, or the setting, contributes to the idea that you cannot, like, kill someone and then leave, like, skip town, mm. right? So okay. you have this, like, pressure building up, yeah. and uh, so you have to have it contained. Yeah. So it can work in a different setting. Yeah. For sure. Then like it depends on how deep you want to go. Like if you want to know specifically like how the author wrote it and like oh this faction controls this region yeah. of the town and yeah. this faction controls that region and yeah. they are friendly or they are rivals. Yeah. And then how do you fit in? Then you, you probably want to read a little more into that. Yeah. But then you can also do it like more free form. It's like, okay, we are just doing a one shot. Let's not I, care about that. This that is much. the kind of
0: thing, right? So this is my like again, no judgment because I'm, I'm definitely inter- interested in even in the law. But like the kind of hooking people in, like I think so. This world is so rich, it's so amazing. And after page twenty five, we can really get into <laughs> where you are mm. in the scheme of things. How much buy in is needed, I guess, just to get people kind of very hooked. Silly.
1: Very little. I think it's like the, like like I said, the book does an amazing job of like setting the scene and setting the tone in very small bits. Mm -hmm. Like we were reading, I think, even a bit more than was entirely necessary just because I personally was very interested in the things. Mm -hmm. But it's like the like one, two sentences for each crew is enough to get like an idea of what they're about, what's going on. And if you want to go into it more deeply, you can. But Mm -hmm. if you are at all familiar with the idea and the setting and the the feeling and the vibe, you get enough from just
0: skipping. Mm. I'm already, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'm already sold. I'm just asking for for, for journalism itself. Yeah, I
2: was just going to say that uh, also when we played it, uh, because you you talked a little about it, but uh, I mean, -hmm. (laughs) it's (laughs) difficult. I'll put it in post like, he points at (laughs) Ita. Yes. that yes because it was a one shot i consulted the wisdom of the internet mm-hmm. and the consensus was ignore the uh, the crew play and the mm-hmm. long play yeah. and focus on just doing one or two scores and yeah, the yeah, downtime yeah. in between because mm-hmm. the downtime is also part of the game mm-hmm. like you're playing the downtime uh, that's you're not how you, like that's how you do the
0: shopping i see yeah, yeah
2: yes. basically yeah. but yes. you're
1: basically just shopping for like your things that relate to your vices yeah oh which, god which, okay. Like, okay. Yes,
2: because you you like the mechanic is you have the Let's do, you do you want to do I it? I can do it because, yes. like,
1: and yes. I can try to explain this, and then you can tell me if I'm fucking it up because this is the whole thing. But like, you have the stress mechanic, which is how you do the flashbacks and how you prepare for things and so on. Like when you need to flashback you take on some stress or when you need to do an ability check you can take stress to like add a die to it or get help from from someone or so on. Okay. And this is like building up stress makes it like if you get too stressed you get you think a trauma or some kind of wound or something like a some kind of a long term or permanent like effect. Mm -hmm. But between scores you have the downtime where you can de-stress by engaging Mm -hmm. with your vice. The vices are for example religion drugs, (laughs) drugs, <laughs> uh, some kind of like a familiar, familial or like otherwise relational bond that you try to yeah, like.
0: So just hang out with your gran.
1: Yeah, like... Or uh, you
2: have like a... Secret daughter that no one knows about, and you need mm. to take care of like okay. yeah.
1: luxury. For like, was one of my like characters. Like, or oh, the main oh, thing was, a like
0: lovely j- bath yeah. in a mink coat. <laughs>
1: like, like, like <laughs> wanting to like buy expensive things with the small amount of money I have, or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. just like having a habit, a bad habit of some kind. Yeah, and that is like engaging with that vice de-stresses you, but sometimes can also like have bad consequences as well like you can you always roll for it and it's like mm, okay so there's still mechanics for it it's not just yeah, yeah, there's yeah,
0: downtime no, in
1: theory because i think
2: we didn't really focus
1: so much on, on that. it yeah
2: like you actually play it like mm. uh like an adventure right you go there and what do you do you roll you you know, it, mm. it's the same as yeah. doing actions in, like, the adventure. And in say. the same way, you yeah. can do
1: the ability checks related to it the same way you do all the other ability checks, so you can take stress to, like, get like get better drugs and then it hopefully, <laughs> it's like... Like, has, like in real life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and, and then it hopefully, like, de-stresses you more than, like, the stress you are in take doing it. <laughs> but, like, like I said, I think the, like, there is, it is anti-prep in many ways, because you cannot prepare for what, like, players might be doing. You cannot prepare for the way they might want to Solve the problem, and especially you cannot prepare for things that they haven't told you. Their characters already did because that is not like a thing that will happen. It's just like, oh yeah, by the way, I like realized that like I'm now in this situation. Of course, I would have packed my super drill. And it's like just yeah, you know,
0: I'd be crazy not to.
1: Yes, yeah, so of course, I have a super drill. I, this is like it says here on my character sheet that I am very good at mechanical things and mm-hmm. I like take, making holes in the walls. Of course, I own a super drill and can drill through anything. It's like okay, fair enough. And it specifically says that there is not, like, you're not allowed to say, no, you can't do that. It's more like you're just about the Mm. efficacy of what you're doing. And, of course, there's, like, the ability checks themselves are so much less, like, so so much less nitty-gritty than, like, D&D things. You have fewer things you do, and they're a lot more hazy. And you could yeah. do a lot more. Like there is always going to be like, okay, are you breaking down this door with brute force? I can't remember what it's called. Or like, so you've got like just a like few. Explosives or something. Yeah. It's
0: more based on a few character traits rather than an expansive list of skills and spells. Yes. And, okay. And then it's still d20. It's
2: two d6 is the basic.
0: That is cooler.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then you get extra for, for whatever. Okay, so you can, so you can add dice. Or is yeah. it okay. one d6? D- I oh, think oh, two d6. Sorry, I think it's one d-
1: six. yeah. Because you're going to get when you get more benefits. dice, the more like you have in a character trait and so on okay yeah
0: so I like that okay so the better you are the more you roll the higher your chances of and then
1: also like the whole like of the inventory being a thing is like it's yeah I might have fine jewelry or I might have a dagger but it doesn't have like there's no stat box and it's not like it's nothing is super like Interesting. side down because it's about how you used in that situation the ability roles themselves are not about oh yeah you do this you hit and you do this much damage because they is this. there's nothing like that it's more like have you succeeded in what you were doing does it move the situation forward is there something bad happening because of it which is very much like how genesis was because there's like in genesis there's the yeah success opportunity failure threat yeah this was more like this same kind of concept but without but just uh,
0: through like dm yeah. Yes, Im- <improving> through, through
1: d6s yeah
0: weird can you die
2: you can die uh i mean it's not very easy i guess i don't know i do some uh, stupid things but uh, <laughs> but you can definitely die i mean there is like physical harm as well as okay. a mechanic it's not just the stress yeah, uh, you can use stress, for example, to avoid physical damage. Mm. But if you don't want to spend stress because you okay. know that you're building up a lot of stress, or if you don't have stress left, yeah, then you have to take the damage. Like, so there is like physical damage yeah. that you take.
0: So it seems it sounds pretty low crunch, like. Yeah. You just kind of have your little character sheet. I assume yeah. that this is not 17 pages of no. things. No. It's quite
1: compact, I would say, okay, but perfect. it's
2: still like a one page. Yeah,
1: There's some, like, the, some of the things I do have a problem with being that, like, the names of things are not. Obvious immediately, but I think it's gonna be so much easier if you play this more than once. It's so much easier to start remembering <laughs> the like the names of things and what everything means because they're slightly different from how they are in D and D and then yeah. like but there's yeah. so much less to remember and the things interact less. There's so much less of like Yeah. you you will never forget that you had this item there like you don't like you you won't forget that you have this ability it's literally like okay how are you solving this problem at hand right now you have like maybe six different options and then
0: okay and And I guess you're not going to get blindsided by like game breaking combos or something no yeah like when I use this spear of the ancients and I put it with magical power like, yeah 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 I get it how many just roll the damage what is (laughs) it 6,000 damage
1: exactly and it's like it is in the many ways it's like it's improv. it's less about the Mm. like oh I'm Trying to solve the problem that the DM is creating, and I'm trying to, and especially it's not super into combat. It's more like the combat itself is just a kind of an event and it's a kind of a problem you're trying to solve.
0: Okay, I'm very on board for this because this is what sort of led me to like uh call a Cthulhu, which I name drop every time. Yes, I can. <laughs> but like I like the setup that there is problem solving is the key, not just like well, I, I'm 12 levels higher than this guard, so I'm gonna kill the guard. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm 15 levels higher than this guy. I'm going to kill this guy. It's like, okay, you're not really problem solving. You're just... Yeah.
1: You're just like, you're reporting you're just, this situation. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I get it.
0: You're very powerful beings. Mm-hmm. Uh So I, I like that it is kind of set up to do like, well, as you say, like improv-y, out-of-the-box potential thinking to like get in and get out or do... I guess it's all crime. This is basically all crime?
1: was going to be my next point, which is like, I do like the setting and I do like the system a lot. I do think it is kind of like it has to be that you're into the idea of playing a gang of criminals. Like you need to be well, like the, yeah. anti-heroes <laughs> with problems with drugs or whatever. But yeah. And like I can imagine you could adapt this to work for other kinds of games as well. But it is like out of the box. It's very like you buy into this dark. Gritty. Actually, now that I mentioned this, I think I could adapt this to work in the world that I ran the Genesis one shot in. Mm, which was yeah. the world of Fall Fallen, London and Sunless Sea. Which, yeah, I don't that know would if you're familiar cool. with Nikos Okay, but it's basically, I think it would work for the... It would I mean, take it's, yeah. teeny tiny, like it would take yeah. and like f- 30 seconds of like veneer over it to fit Fallen London immediately. And then mm-hmm. I could run a game that is similar to that, but with just this mechanic, this system, it works perfectly.
2: Uh, yeah, and, and another thing that I, I like is that they give you like the freedom to make your own thing and publish mm-hmm. it as long as you... Mm. mentioned that I was inspired by this it doesn't even have to be like the exact system Mm. with like you know a coat of paint slapped Mm. on it to call things differently Mm. but I think that uh, as long as you find a reason in your world for the characters to not be able to leave Mm -hmm. mm. because, because you need this thing to be building up right yeah. To, yeah to have especially for the long game to have the different factions
1: which i think tom can like appreciate
0: sweet jesus yeah no <laughs> idea it's like well we just
2: uh, we leave and uh, yeah so so then th- there are actually yes that was like my initial point that there are other games that branched out of this okay and they are under the forged in the dark like mm-hmm. umbrella okay Right, so there are actually official published games that were just inspired by this, okay. and uh, and they, they yeah they just tell you add the logo, say that you were inspired by us. Okay, that's pretty cool. Which which relates to the the other games that I want to talk about, <laughs> which but, would be uh, a perfect thing types. we could now like, the, <laughs> the,
1: because I don't think like I have I think I've successfully explained most of this, and Nikos has helped a lot, and mm-hmm. then you have had your questions about it, but I still think that this is like I, I time plan planning have again. at least one more question. Please yeah.
3: do.
0: Uh, okay, so I get all the advantages you're saying but what about if i joe public i'm a crap dm i'm -hmm. very bad at improv jesus christ i hope these guys don't do anything out of the box otherwise i'll panic and i won't know what to do and you've described a system that (laughs) is based solely on me not knowing what the fuck they're gonna do i mean at least if you're like a baby dm in like a simpler d20 system like here's a dungeon this is the first room this is the second room there's bad guys in this room and there's a chest in this room and that's at least simpler to run it seems like this is probably not your first DM experience, right? Or do you think it fits well for, like...
1: I do have to say, as a player at least, I think this requires a lot more of, like... Or I think it gains a lot more from, like, player-character, like, interaction and, like, just... Scheming and having an opinion about how your character would act. But so do
0: you think it would be like its player and DM need in, to be yeah, kind of like, more uh, experienced, intermediate, though. yeah, or at least I, comfortable I have around a
2: each other? Definite opinion. On <laughs> pages, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, does, does. Of, of course it depends on the person, right? Yep. If mm-hmm. someone feels more comfortable with having with having everything like listed out and like mm-hmm. okay, you do that, I do this, then that's perfectly understandable mm-hmm. for me because I haven't DM'd a lot and I haven't even played a lot, unfortunately. Why? Well, played song. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's the, that's the curse we all yeah use. And it, all it's share. it's mainly been uh, D&D yeah. or equivalent. Bad, adjacent, yeah. yeah, adjacent. Uh like for me running it it was more fun mm. because first of all I didn't have to prepare a lot because again it's like it's impossible. To, it's yeah. difficult. To yeah. Prepare. I yeah. mean, yes, I prepared some yeah. like scenario or some ideas of like, oh, you can do this, this or that. But then I had no idea how they would approach it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but but it was also like you don't need to roll NPCs uh, mm. like stat blocks or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm. Like, you can probably. But because like one thing that we didn't mention is that the GM never rolls. It's mm. all up to the players. Mm. So depending on what your uh, dice result is. Mm. You either succeed, yeah. Uh, yeah, succeed with some consequences, like mm. it's like mm. a partial success, I think yeah, it's called, yeah. if I don't, if I remember. And yeah. then, like for some roles, you fail, yeah. So it's just consequences, right? Yeah. So so it's it's really up to just the one role. Mm.
1: But that is also one thing that I would say makes it a bit more difficult because it again shares a trait with Genesis in that you set the difficulty of the role by deciding, okay, is this are they in like. What are the things? It's like, are you in a critical situation or are you mm. in a difficult situation? Are you in an easy situation? These are not the words that they use, but basically, yeah, the, like the difficulty levels. Are there additional like challenges you are facing, and that kind of adds to like I think it may changes the dice or it like changes the difficulty level or something. But I well, get, mm. can't remember the like specifics. But using Genesis, you add physical dice. It's like okay, you have you get these like. Blue dyes because you are good at this, and you yeah, get this purple dye because nice. it's windy, and then you get this like. <laughs> yeah, you're di- Well, you're on a horse, so that's yeah, an extra yeah, threat. Yeah, to- exactly. <laughs> but this is basically the same thing, but with slightly less. Uh, it's not the physical dice, but it is like the idea that you have to decide how difficult the situation is, but also the game. The players can add to this, and this is also the improv situation where you mm. can... I also think that this should be more difficult because I didn't sleep last night because I was up prepping the torches for this game. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. so this is
0: uh, not one for the min maxes then? No, like, you definitely need to be open. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, because I mean, I think that this is for me an advantage. Like the, yeah. the fact that we discuss it, I like, mean, the DM or GM, whatever... I mm-hmm. don't know if it has a special name. Mm-hmm. Uh, is like you can say, "Oh, please suggest some complications." Mm-hmm. If you think of something that makes sense, mm-hmm. even not not for your own character, yeah. not for the NPC, like but even for other players, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we we decide together if we agree or not that this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yes, of course. Like the group probably wants to, you know, (laughs) add things, but but then also I think it's interesting, and I think it happened when we played as well that people very quickly get into their minds that this is not about winning. This is about like us Mm. telling a story together, and it would be more interesting if we We fucked this up, yeah, Yeah. right, Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and like it becomes it completely undercuts the idea of DM being an adversary to the players yes. it just becomes a mm. thing where, like the DM has the rulebook and knows some of the things and is able to like keep the game moving forward you're more of a like a shepherd than a like a <laughs> a Jesus figure really.
3: Jesus.
0: A I was gonna say
1: kindergarten <laughs> teacher first but I felt like shepherds I, I, done a bit better <laughs> I instantly went Old
0: Testament I think <laughs> yeah. Moses coming out of this
1: but like it's it's less about like like handing Old Testament judgment from above it's more about here are the options what would you like to do and mm. then like have a conversation about it and it's very like
0: i think it often. definitely sidesteps the adversarial thing if the D- for uh, the dmgm uh never rolls i yeah. think that's yeah. like the, it's like well yeah. you you roll like shit i'm not fudging anything yeah. <laughs> it's like this is what's uh, happening
2: and also i think that the low prep thing comes into play like f- for me personally i've always had more fun when i even if it's a shitty it's fine yeah, you yeah, just... have you li- again Have you listened yeah, to the yeah, podcast? I mean, <laughs> like, we I fucking swear know. all the yeah. time <laughs> 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 yes. uh, like even if it's a shitty uh, <laughs> like small adventure yeah. Yeah. that I run even in d or in or whatever mm. system mm. right I prefer to have something that like I wrote mm-hmm. uh, because I know what I have in my head mm. when I take a ready made adventure yeah, then I have to shuffle through pages yeah. all mm. the time it's like okay what were they thinking about like this character is mm. not necessarily clear you have to like read really into, yeah. into it yeah. and, and, and prepare a lot so in that in that sense it gives I think the, the GM the freedom of like having some ideas and then just interacting in. with the players yeah. based on what they have in, yeah. in and the, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the
1: thing with me having the problem with running d d is that like the one problem I run into is because I like doing the improv I like the like oh you've asked me a question oh you've gone to a different place than I expected well let's go there let's find out what's there hmm. I don't like the fact that I have to come up with stat blocks for monsters off the top of my head I need to come up with AC I need to come up with the numbers of damage like it completely yeah. removes all the bits that i don't like knowing and doing or i don't the, like improvising the, you know, yeah the nitty-gritty because i like creating monsters in dnd i like creating magical items i like all of that but i don't like coming up with them on the top of my head like it is just like yeah. i enjoy just oh well now you've found this person let's see what they say blah blah mm-hmm. it's like
0: but it seems like in a system like this and this is what i found also in D when it comes to like improvising things or like fantastical elements that i don't really understand mm-hmm. like okay, I understand you're in a city, you can't really kill anyone, and everyone's like at each other's throats. I understand what a problem in that city would look like. Mm-hmm. Whereas in D&D, it's like, we're off to the gnome village to barter for that magical hammer. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, what do gnomes give a fuck about? Uh, you know, okay, how far is it? Is it dangerous? Uh, yeah, probably. And then like just having constant stats because again, people people's responses to everything in D&D is, can I kill it? Should I kill it? Can I kill it quickly enough? <laughs> that that solves my problem
1: yeah and i was gonna say like i also like going to that point about like knowing what the world would look like, what the problem would look like i think this also allows you to choose your level of weirdness like you can play <laughs> up the or play down the we are in a city surrounded by ghosts yeah you can play up or play down the leviathan blood because i personally think the leviathan sounds super fucking cool but at the same I, I, I time i get
0: the feeling that you really like leviathans I think it
1: sounds super cool. I, I enjoyed the idea of a huge, massive, fucking like ship and a huge, massive mo- monster go- demon in the in the mm-hmm. ocean. I just enjoy that. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be that. They can be just that's the setting, that's the table setting, and then you're just you're in the city dealing with people who might be slightly weird, but otherwise it's just kind of it's a mm-hmm. steampunk city. Yeah. Should we then and continue it it on to the, the other game you wanted to talk about, which was really is this also like forged in the dark? Like no. Uh,
2: like, so uh, yes, uh, Ita is pointing at. <laughs> the Thursday Sword Lesbians it's the, it's uh, book the, that I have on the It's the, the 17th book from the top. Yes. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I, I think that Blades in the Dark, like the way that they spawned this Forged mm-hmm. in the Dark umbrella, mm-hmm. they were inspired by the part by the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm. framework of games which started from what i understand maybe i'm mistaken there was this game apocalypse world Mm -hmm. and then you know people either modified the rules or even just got inspired because this is quite different like Mm -hmm. it has many similarities but also many differences blades in the dark i Mm -hmm. mean but i think that it still like got from there but then it became its own thing sort of morphed yeah so yeah, what I wanted to mention was this, powered by the Apocalypse games, which I think most of the things that I like about the about the idea of running one of these games have already been said. It's the low prep and mm-hmm. only the players rolling. The mechanics are slightly different. Like for example, you have two d six instead of it's crazy different. Yeah, I'll never get it's my head 2D6 around two d six plus modifier yeah. rather than one one d six as a basis and then adding Whatever, more yeah. dice. Yeah, right. So that's the Dice mechanic, Mm -hmm. that's it. And again, you have success, partial success, or failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then, then again, you have archetypes, so it's class based. I would say it's yeah, yeah. So this relates to the point that I wanted to make about Blades in the Dark because these games are not generic. They're not genre or setting agnostic. Mm -hmm. I would say Mm -hmm. that's fair. It's uh, they are made like that on purpose. Like Apocalypse World was for a game that takes a place in, like, a post-apocalyptic, like, scenario, Mm -hmm. right? And then Dungeon World is about, like, it's a and d like but with this mechanic. And then you have the warren, I think it's called, that you're rabbits. You know, like... What? Yeah. (laughs) Thirsty Sword lesbians is about, like saying queer stories about sword fighting or whatever.
1: Yeah. You two great loves. Like, I'm like, I cannot say a more of a sentence that would maybe like, like, I want to play that as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. the idea
2: is that uh, there are a few tens of them, maybe hundreds of them mm-hmm. now, no like okay. officially published or like even on each.io, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you can buy them there as PDFs or whatever. I think
1: I've actually bought multiple from each.io at some point. Just, yeah. I think I might actually own Thirst disordered lesbians I I assume it must have it at some point Statistically If we look at the uh, It's one of
2: the Well known ones So it makes sense
1: Also if you just Like I am pointing at the book If you just look at How it looks Can I
0: actually Can you I definitely want to flick through this one But like If I can then boil through Like what you're looking for Low crunch kind of system And then apply to a Very very uh, Niche well, genres. I was going to say thematic, <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, no, potentially but niche.
2: They, they can be very niche as well, <laughs> and I don't say it like in a negative. Yeah, yeah, niche uh, is a, a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And in theory, you can do make your own if you have like an idea. Oh, I want to make like a, a Pokemon themed uh, PBTA yeah. game. There's probably a few of them, yeah. but mm. it's also maybe it's not straightforward to like do the whole thing properly. But yeah. the basic ideas are there, and I feel that you can like modify them and make it work.
1: Hmm. Okay. Can you give me a rundown of what is Thirsty Sword Lesbians about? Because I, I feel like. Can't, you
2: know, but, like, the first page, if you open, I think, ha- or the back, uh, yeah, the back cover, like, yeah. I think it has a. Webster's
0: a, Dictionary defines yes, Thirsty Sword Lesbians as.
1: Yeah, so it's basically flirting, <laughs> sword fighting, and zingers. So. <laughs> Perfect. Again, the three things it you is. like. I just flipped. I literally opened this on a random page, and the first thing that was, like sprung into my face is big dike energy. No.
0: <laughs> That's a mechanic in the game. Yeah. Uh, you
1: can like, there's a playbook that has like you have big dike energy, ferocious, shameless, tenacious, purpose, or tracker.
0: Wait, um, is it a mechanic in the game? Uh, I, it, was, it I, th- I was I was trying it, to it, joke. It, but it if is it's one, it's one it's
1: of the like the one of the like moves for, yeah. specific. Like, it's an class. attribute. It's an okay. attribute for a class. Then a class is called the beast. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm and then there is transform and big dark energy and ferocious. See, are like... to me,
0: that is a lot spicier than, like, turn undead or <laughs> lay on hands. <laughs> the scoundrel. Huh? Yeah, the,
2: the idea is that every character has some basic moves that they yeah. can do. This which one... is, like, for example, oh, brawl, right? I mm-hmm. fight. It, it's called something different in every system yeah yes
1: yeah, yeah like I, 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 i'm just like <laughs> she's just beaming from here to <laughs> yeah.
3: ear now okay yeah,
2: yeah,
0: okay, yeah hit yeah. me
1: with this some the, there's uh there's one playbook called the scoundrel where there's shiny and new is one of the things they can do when you give or receive emotional support in an intimate moment with someone new you each mark xp or clear a condition and then there's impressive sword play and one in every port which is i assume <laughs> i'm not nice roll, roll i like point. that
0: emotional support is bold as well yeah. it's like this this is an important mechanic it is
1: yeah. but
2: uh, yeah I was gonna say like there are the basic moves moves are like actions practically like mm-hmm. what you can do yeah. uh, I can fight I can sneak I can whatever mm-hmm. and then each playbook so each class or each archetype whatever you wanna call it uh, it has like these special moves that are more like you get some extra bonuses yeah, if you do flourish. one of the actions yeah. like under certain conditions or whatever like for example if you are like a sneaky like rogue-like character yeah. maybe your sneak is better if you know well this this is a very weird example that I, I, <laughs> i'm trying to get through but i i yes i mean you get bonuses for specific actions or like oh okay for example you may have sneak mm-hmm. you may have attack as ba- basic actions that everyone can do mm-hmm. but if you're a rogue you have a backstab, right? Where you can use your sneak and get a bonus instead of attack if yeah. they haven't seen you okay. or something like that, right?
0: I'm just asking, so what would be like an adventure hook or an adventure setup for Thirsty Sword Lesbians? I, I, like, what I, we, I, is I, it I just any D&D adventure? <laughs> But like, <laughs> just I, the most is, ridiculous bunch of adventures. This is thematic
1: to. I, I opened this on a random page. You guys can attest to this. This is thematic to an opener you had for us in a recent episode. Uh, the PCs infiltrate the crew hired to work on a work a thirty day cloud cruise around the islands on the Christiania, a new all aluminium panelled zeppelin owned by one of the wealthiest barons, Theory Randolph Peters.
0: All right, sweet. That's I it. mean, you had me at zeppelin. All right, I'm sold. Yeah. Let's fire it up. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, I think this is like I am like I am even more interested in this now than I was before. (laughs) I am very happy. Airships, you
0: say. Airships (laughs) Leviathans of the air in many
1: ways. (laughs) I wonder if I could add leviathans in this, I'm sure they would uh, they just have to be pink. You can make one
2: just for leviathans, you know. You yeah. can either play leviathans of different types oh. or hunting leviathans of and be like the types. captains yeah. oh, <laughs> or something right. like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure someone ha- I'm 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 certain I'm not the only one who has been enraptured by the idea of the leviathans and leviathan hunting. I'm certain someone has done <laughs> A Blades in the Dark spin-off with just Leviathan hunting because that is so cool. Obviously, mm-hmm. you have to. Possibly.
0: All right, I can already sense what adventure you're writing uh, <laughs> next one. It just writes itself. It, it
1: might end up that you come up like you join me to for a game of Blades in the Dark, and you, I end instead about this pink book, and we're like, no, actually, we're doing this instead today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also,
0: we we still will be going whaling. Yes. At some
1: <laughs> this is now like. That's canon. That's
0: yeah. canon. Okay. So blades in the thirsty sword lesbians. Yeah, blades of the thirsty sword. Blades <laughs> of the thirsty. <laughs> yeah,
1: at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirsty sword lesbians in the dark, which I think <laughs> is definitely. <laughs> a thing. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. <laughs> no, okay, but the actual we'll like, get, actual we'll... term that I can go by is a bladed bisexual. Okay. So I think it's like that is what it should be.
0: Okay, nice. Well, we can send it through the focus groups uh, yeah. before <laughs> we before we publish this before we self-publish. All right, cool. So I'm getting, the, I'm getting the vibe of what draws you to a system. For you, Eater, it's giant <laughs> giant sea creatures <laughs> things, and anything that relates to them. And then course it's more of a lore-heavy, theme-heavy, crunch-low, <laughs> easy prep kind of thing.
2: Yeah, the theme heavy is not a requirement and I think if, if we have time, I I have something for that as well that is more But you hate theme. But but the low yes, so it's these two extremes. Either it's theme heavy or, I <laughs> or, hate or it's theme dry
0: <laughs> your biscuit manufacturer is in the middle of the desert. And you've got to transport you've got to transport this empty cardboard box to another pile of cardboard boxes. Yes. For a series of seventy five dice rolls. On co- <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, I'm listening. "I'm listening."
1: Are there leviathans in the boxes. Sometimes, you know, no, it's, no, no. no, oh, zero, no. zero
0: leviathans at the. I'm sad. He's, he just slams the door mm. on the way out. I'll never play this box game with
1: you. I mean, sand leviathans. I'm sure if you sand worms. Yeah, you just everything has been done.
0: You you, uh, you, you type it up and you've accidentally written Dune. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's the perfect system. Um, yeah, that's
2: that's just it. But uh, but yeah, like low prep is definitely a, a thing for me because it it also makes it easier to convince other people to run it mm. with mm-hmm. you as a player. Yeah, I feel like once you because okay, if you tell someone, oh, let's play a new system. The, mm. you have to DM it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or GM it. I'm like, I, don't mean, I, I, I always think of okay, DMs. Yeah, <laughs> <it>. um, <laughs> fuck you, Wizards. But then I, th- I feel like when we played, you probably <laughs> got some feel of like how yeah. it is to, to GM Blades mm-hmm. in the Dark, for example, right? So, yeah.
1: I, I watched it happen and like, it was your first time running it and it was everyone's first time playing it and even then I came out of it being like oh yeah this seems like I could do this very easily I think like it could be done it's not mm. like it's so much less crunch and so much less prep and so much less onboarding than mm. any other system I've played with I think
0: yeah it's like before you do anything pick uh, 75 spells scattered from five yeah. core Background, <laughs> source books all the yeah.
1: feats all the like things you need yeah. to like yeah no
0: but then i uh, this my I, I agree with you on this this is why i don't like these sort of more crunchier systems because then your character is just on the sheet right like i think you lose the improv if you're just like flicking through for that mm-hmm. perfect spell that perfect feat that you picked I don't know, 17 weeks ago or something when you were mm-hmm. thinking about the character whereas for this one i guess it's more mm, think on your feet
1: and then again the game you like the the book you brought to the table <laughs> yes. is the one that doesn't like it actively hates you having an attachment to your character or having yes, a character with yes. any kind of like features or anything in it. So I, I am interested in seeing right. why you, why would you want to run Mörkborg?
0: Okay, let's all turn our heads from the 50 high books that Nikos brought <laughs> <goes laughs> into the one that I bought in uh, near me. Uh, but yeah, so I've picked like, that Mörkborg. Mörkborg, I have picked like morkborg
1: i do not know. It's in Swedish. So Mörk, or just
0: M- Mörkborg, Mörkborg on pretty much every English language <laughs> description of this game. Yeah, so I kind of am drawn to this for basically the opposite <laughs> reason. <laughs> so I just wanted something that was like incredibly low buy-in to, to get people there, right? Like so character sheets that you can buy, write on the back of a cigarette packet. Perfect. And then super weird kind of esoteric theme like i mean I, I don't know if they is it doom metal or something it's it, it basically the whole thing sets is in this world that's dying for some reason and there are these like Everything prophecies and fucked. psalms yeah. yeah like every you know the, the rivers are turning to tar and blood <coughs> and everyone's dying it's super fucking grim and life is like basically meaningless but you just got all these stupid kind of D esque quests that but you're all doomed from the start and you all have Maybe two hit points, right? Yeah. So it's kind of crap for like long term. I mean, I wouldn't set up a three year campaign. <laughs> I don't think you should,
1: <laughs> you should you shouldn't set up a three week a ten, campaign
0: Basically, a ten minute campaign is probably too like yeah <laughs> it's
1: like three hours is gonna go through three Boys characters. <laughs> I think that's my under like this is what I've heard about this. I haven't okay. I haven't played it, but I've heard you talk about it, I've heard Nigos talk about it, and I've heard other people talk about it. Talk about it. It's just like Okay,
0: if you wanna give me the like what you same for me. Like mm, what, I so think, I guess what I think I, what Mark I'd, is, what I'd heard about Blaze in the Dark, what, why I thought it was cool or not. What what's your impression of
1: I've flipped distance. through the book at some point and I've talked about it a bit but my understanding is it's like you said everything is going to shit everyone is like dying there's some really weird esoteric like weirdly religious like themed stuff mm-hmm. All characters are made of paper. Uh, like there is, like <laughs> yeah. there is a lot of like quite grim and quite violent stuff in there, and uh, like the combat is brutal as all hell. There is not going to be any character de- development because your character is going to die immediately, and then it's like it's about just kind of clawing your way through a field of broken glass to something that you don't really quite want.
0: You've- just described modern life. <laughs> <stage>. <laughs> so, yeah. so is it a
2: modern life simulator? Yeah,
0: it is. It's just a late stage capitalism, the oh, simulator.
1: Yeah, but, but with two swords. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and like just hot pink and weird, weird art. Are
1: there actually swords in there? Like the guy is wearing holding one in the book, but like it's yeah,
2: there's still like
0: weapon stats and things like this, and you have like health. Yeah, so I
2: was gonna say, like, I also have the book mostly for aesthetic reasons. It is fucking beautiful. It is. It looks cool. I have to say it feels to me quite difficult to find information in the book because of the format like things are everywhere this is on true the page. it's very
1: aesthetic and not mm, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: to the point that you can't fucking read it yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah no but I mean okay it's it's part of the thing I understand <laughs> is I, I just function. like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Find, like I, yeah. I want to how character creation works for example You know like mm, the fuck mm-hmm. is getting this? a yeah. seizure can yeah. I take a look at the book sure. while you're talking but then also uh, I haven't really gone through it as I said I mostly have it as a, a object down.
3: Uh,
1: it is a quite a short book all things yeah. considered like there's I mean, there's, it's, the like the, considering how many of the pages are just pictures and some like two or three words. Like, this is now a full-page spread with the words flail and crossbow on it. (laughs) Yes.
0: And isn't it not Uh
1: Your favorite sword. Yes, yes. Actually, I didn't see it because it was so aesthetic that I couldn't read it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, basically,
0: the rules are, the like, the two pages at the (laughs) end. In essence.
2: I was not going to ask, mechanically, isn't it a bit D&D-esque? Yes. Like, that you have, like, stats, and then you have items with stats and everything. But
0: you basically have, like, one thing. If you have magic, you have, like... like, one scroll, right? you roll a d20, and this is the same, kind of the same thing that, like, other than maybe random tables, the GM rolls nothing. Like, you'll roll your own defense, you roll your own attack, you roll whatever you want to do, and there are kind of, like, cutoffs for it. But you're definitely not playing superheroes. But there is this weird kind of, like, I think it's just... The classes in it are just kind of great, like the hermit, the royalty. I think just one of them is just homeless guy. And you've just like, if you're lucky, you've got a knife instead of like a a leg bone. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's super, it's super grim. But, you know, the prophecy of the basilisks must come true. Um, But the reason I kind of like it is that, in essence, it it has to be low prep because you can just like have, I mean, the bad guy stat blocks are like, can be like two numbers because you never roll, right? Like... Beat this number, beat this number. This is what they attack with, this is what they defend with, do it. Um, But I wanted to play it because some issue that I've had uh, running games is that when people make characters, they're either very kind of like flat, bland, or like, I've got an incredible backstory that's going to come out. I'll tell you what, in the next seven months, you're going to find out that I actually have a brother. I'm like, no one cares. No one cares. You care. But at least in this, if your character is going to survive for 20 fucking minutes then give that character like something you know i just like that training aesthetic of like you know just bring something to the character immediately what however stupid that is and how paper thin it is i don't really mind because i think it's really good especially for me like npc training Mm. like especially for gming it's like you've got maybe three sentences to get something about Mm. this person across whereas this is like the pc version of it it's like okay here's your crazy character you're armed with a stick and a scroll that can kill you if you read it. So
1: it's basically, <laughs> Good like, throwaway doesn't have to mean bland.
0: No, that's I, kind of I, would, I like, would say the opposite. Because yeah. I think if people yeah. get too attached to their characters, they become very, like, sucked in a very, like, kind of
1: yeah, you almost go,
0: too protective of them. It's like, o- no, I won't go over there. I've had this character for over five years.
1: Yeah, like, Or they become, like, you self-insert in a world. And it's uh, yeah, like, I think game, that's like, most yeah. of
0: what I've come across like, yeah. for GMing stuff. But this is now, like, the characters are all fucking crazy.
1: But so, okay, give us an idea of what would a scenario or, a, like, a game... Like, what is the, like, start of a game? Like, what is a campaign? Like, I read the Zeppelin thing. What is the, like, the... Like, I could... Okay. I, I, I leaped through this and I couldn't find it, so I assume there is... There is
0: an adventure at the back, but there, there, there'd yeah. be spoilers in there because I might just run it. Okay. It's just like a dungeon crawl, but the, the setup is that you're in this twisted prison of the king of the northern lands or whatever. Imprisoned for heresy. That's it. It oh, doesn't go into it. any other detail yeah. of that. Like, But I kind of like the flavor of this is that it will just like refer to a name or something that happened and it's like, well, the last apostle said this and then just doesn't explain it.
1: Which I appreciate because I love it when books do that because I feel like like, I I hate over-exposition and I hate like something explaining things to me by taking me by the hand and walking me through the entire of the steps. Yeah,
0: it's like I get it, there's been a lot of kings and queens but Mm -hmm. this is just like they only say like random kind of almost like broken bottle, jagged fragments of lore and you're like, well what the fuck does that mean? It means whatever the fuck I want it to mean at this point.
2: That's good. Because like going back to what we were talking about earlier about like how much of the lore, for example, for Blakes in the Dark is Mm. important and how much not. And how I said that I prefer having written something on my own rather than ready made things. It's also that sometimes it feels like especially like the okay the wizards of the coast, like ready made adventures that mm. like a, mm-hmm. th- the whole books you you feel that you need to get like a masters at least in the <laughs> forgotten yeah. realms yeah. like yeah, yeah. history yeah. and then start running things because yeah okay yes it's also that gms or dms get this idea that oh the, the players will ask and i need to know everything mm. about the world and that's why i appreciate these more collaborative yeah. narrative mm-hmm. games that people build the world together but this is this is good like it tells you like
1: King something, the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it like gives yeah. you like it's it, like it is the like the bones of like that is the main improv thing, I guess. It's like in Blaze in the Dark, you have a really cool setting, but then there are certain things that have been written down. And if you get inspired by something, then someone's gonna be like, No, nope, but in the book it says this, and it's like, which is never going to happen, in yes. it's I, like yeah. yeah.
0: I think that comes with a lot of legacy, like especially with the Forgotten Realms. A lot of like D&D stuff is just kind of obviously crazy. I think whenever I've done D&D stuff, I'm like, Also, I'm just gonna ignore <laughs> if you think you know something about the forgotten realms Mm, probably not in this game because i don't give a shit um but yeah i think that's when it comes down to especially like running the this is my main issue with like huge campaigns or especially ones that are like seen as super popular and super Mm -hmm. super good like oh this is a real classic and this is why I like really stalled when I tried to run Curse of Strahd for the first Mm time is because not that I didn't know what I was doing it's just that I just wanted I I was very aware of everything was trying to connect into everything and I didn't want I wanted to do it justice Mm -hmm. I think it would have been the worst fucking thing if I'd run Curse of Strahd and then people went well, that's shit. Why yeah. is that a popular? Yeah, you know what I so mean? I'm bad. like, well, no, it's really good. I've got, and I mean, then I'm it's, flicking it's back really and It's really good. Forward.
1: I've just fucked it up. It's yeah, really oh funny. god, no, I didn't
0: read because I didn't read the law on page two hundred and fifty before I came back to do this thing. And then, yeah. uh, what does the witch know? Oh well, the witch knows. Uh, uh, yeah. And then just like having to keep like an insane yeah. amount of knowledge in your yeah. head at one time. It's like, especially when you're not, if it's not your world, you don't know these people, and you don't know like you can't sub out. Because maybe at some point, like, 50 pages away...
1: It's going to turn out that this person like, was super important. Yes. God damn it, that...
0: Yeah, they shouldn't yeah. have died there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is kind of it, like... Just to give you a sentence of... Our young ones are taken by the child thief Turgol, known for his vile crimes and alchemy of flesh. Doesn't go into that? That's just... That's end of the sentence. That's yeah. just it, yeah. Uh, I, I, like most this. of it's just weird prophecies and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the setup for... This is just going back to the adventure. Mm-hmm. It's basically just a weird kind of dark dungeon crawl in essence. But like, but everything is kind of warped and twisted and you're not necessarily the good guys. Like, there's no heroes. You're just kind of like,
1: meh. Is it heavy on combat?
0: Uh, I'd say that's probably the main kind of mechanic of it. Yeah, I think it's just a hack or slash kind of dungeon crawler. Think of like it's OSR, right? Like it's old school D and D, right? So D and D in the in the beginning of time wasn't really a uh, role playing. The well, it wasn't edge. really a story game, yeah. right? It was like kind of hack and slash. See how you can survive. Mm-hmm. Like all the all the D and D like classic adventures, like these tournament games, was like you bring characters. How far can you get into this dungeon? Mm-hmm. And then if you get gold, you get points, and you can level up and stuff, right? So this is more in that vein of like, here's a challenge ahead of you, solve it however the fuck you want. But yeah, I mean, like,
1: this you probably
0: my... will do damage against you.
1: In the course of this conversation, I've kind of gotten to more of a, like, maybe I would like to try it. But I'm like, I something about it is, what keeps turning me off is because I'm one of those people who gets really attached to their characters and has a <laughs> lot of things about their characters and loves doing the angst and the, like, the whole character development and everything there. And yeah,
0: the... I need a religious turn <laughs> yeah, at some point. But
1: then, but then this book has all the religion that I could ever want. Like it has so mm-hmm. much weird shit in that is related to religion because for some reason RPG games for me always have to have religion. Mm-hmm. We will not explore that further. But, yeah, like but you it's... could be like
0: a monk of the order. You could be like a hermit that yeah. studies the stars and like now...
1: Or just find something super weird. But like that's the whole thing. Like I don't like the idea of characters being disposable. But then again, I do see why that's the case here and I could get into it. So I have a
2: question. I mean, I don't know if you have we have time...
1: We have a bit of time at least. But
2: yeah. you want to run ten candles also. Yes. Which is like by definition disposable character. Yes. Is that why you want to run it and not play it? I or would, li- would you also want to
1: play it? I would also it? like to play it, but like I can go like I can do this, like we can just jump there. I think the difference between Merc Body and like Ten Candles in terms of yes, your character is going to die is that your character is going to die when you stumble wrong again, like you get yeah, like yeah, you, get you get the from a piece of broken class and <laughs> like thrown at you by a monk. Or you die after a long, very dramatic, very like thematic and like even emotionally wrenching storyline where the whole point is that you are going to die. And you're mm-hmm. going like both of these games you go into knowing that the character will not survive this session. Mm-hmm. Both of these games you know you go into knowing that everything is going to like it will die and like you cannot do anything about to stop it. Because these are kind of about bad worlds, going things going to shit, and trying to claw through something a bit to get to something a bit. But like, it's very
0: <laughs> just scraping out some happiness yes. at the end of the I, world.
2: I, I think I get. I think I get your. Because with uh, with uh, Mark Borg or whatever the pronunciation is, you're not told from the beginning that your character is gonna die, right? No, but you. It yeah, just you comes know that in, it's a yeah. high probability, but it's not like the... It's not the the main point, point of the of thing. thing. Yeah. No. With, well, with 10 candles, exactly. I don't know if you're familiar at all with 10 candles at all. Very,
0: like, very sort of. I, I've seen it out of the corner of my eye. Gone. That could be interesting. But do I know people that would actually like I, I think run a reason. couple, actually
2: of oh, okay, ten yeah. candles sessions, online though, yeah, which okay. is a completely yeah. different thing. Because like, okay, also for the people listening, I yeah. guess that are yeah, yeah, not familiar just, with it. Don't. The idea. No, you I can, can you actually can do it because it
1: actually, like, yeah. like, and then again because you have actually run it, you can then tell me if I'm fucking it up because I've had <laughs> He's just shaking his head very, the whole time. Like, short <laughs> look into it again because every time, like, it comes to me like every six months or so. I'm like, I would like to run ten candles, and then I look into it, and then. I'm like, I don't know who I would run it for. I don't know how to, this would go, but mm. I'm very, I, I keep being drawn to it. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> hands
0: have been raised in the in the studio.
1: <laughs> but like this, this, I'm really drawn to it. So my understanding is that it starts with you have 10 physical candles lit in the room and then you have a bowl in the middle of the room, like uh, in the middle of the table, that you can burn things in. Each character starts with four pieces of paper, one of them being their vice, the other one being their... The virtue. Op- virtue, thank you. My brain just went... Uh, the-
0: you, yeah, I only know vice. What's the opposite <laughs> of vice? Is it more vice?
1: It's the <laughs> anti-vice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the vice, the virtue, the goal i think or maybe something else it's called like and then the uh the brink the best no the break like there's like the four things like you you have something that is bad about your character something that is good about your character the vice is going to like hinder you the virtue is going to help you then you have the goal the something that you are hoping to get the kind of like moment of redemption or moment of goodness or something you're hoping to get out of this situation mm-hmm. trying to find a long, long lost relative trying to get a moment of prayer trying to like save something small in this world that is dying and the brink is the like break i don't because I've only heard it not read it is something that is the worst thing that your character could do or be in this world that is dying Mm. And these are the things, and and when you like, and these are written ahead of time, yes. before the game, like in
2: character creation, yeah, okay, which is is part of the game. Mm. Yes.
1: And then like the setup is that the world is dying again. I think this seems to be a theme here, They're, like late it's, stage it's capitalism. The world is dark is the dark. main thing. Okay, yeah, uh, dark, not necessarily dying. dying, just yes. dark. just dark forever. Anyway, and like you go through situations, and you like there are certain situations where you have to snuff a candle, and then like these are physical candles that are being snuffed, and when mm. they like when all candles are out everyone has died. Like, that game ends. That's it. And you burn... I think you burn these pieces of paper as part of the, like, game going on and, like, when something dramatic happens and then, yeah.
0: My first impression of this description is that sounds quite bleak.
1: Yes. (laughs) it It is the
2: whole point. So because the... The light of the candles, sorry if I'm. Like, no, go jumping for it. In. No, no, but no, no. it. It's like the hope being snuffed out. Great. Right? <laughs> yes, and yes, then yes, at yes. the end, you're like dead. You're out yes. of hope. Mm. This is like, yes, it's a heavy game. Mm. And I can actually. I Even online, where we are using, you know, little gifs of flames and mm. I was like deleting them on the Roll20 <laughs> yeah. screen. Yeah. Like, even then, I, I noticed people getting like emotional at the end. Okay, because. Well. There is something that I don't want to spoil because I feel that it's something that the book states, but then, because it happens in character creation, hmm. then people tend to forget, forget it, like, it. by the end, of yeah. the like, three, four hours that yeah. it takes, and then when it hits again, it's like, oh, oh okay, okay. I forgot yes, about that. Yeah. I don't know if you know I what d- I mean. I, d- but... I don't
1: think so, and so let's not spoil it, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm I like think it's
2: something that is nice to come out, like, the first no, time sure, that you yeah, play yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the idea is that you have the character creation as part of the game, and then the you you put these four things that represent your character in mm. a certain order. order yeah. And then you can, like when you roll, you can burn one of these to like re-roll if your roll wasn't good or something like that mm-hmm. or you get mm-hmm. some bonus or yeah. something like that. If I, I don't, remember, They're part of the, like, the
1: whole mechanic but they're also like these are the things in your character creation and you're like... The, yeah. the... Mm.
2: So your, your vice, for example, if you use your vice to reason why you get an advantage mm. because of your vice... Because, okay... I, I'm trying to do this but then because my character has this trait I do it better or mm-hmm. this happens and it gives me an opportunity to try again right yeah. so you reroll yeah. and then you burn it so you can't use this again, again it's mm. just one-time, it's like yeah. a one time like a one time thing and then there are some like additional things like the moment uh, yeah. or the yeah. moment of hope like maybe yeah, gives like you some m- extra dice and stuff yeah, like, like if that
1: if you manage to get it and then like and if candles are snuffed b- by accident that also is part of the game you don't yeah. relight them and everything like, it's just but it's one of those games where we've talked about this, uh, when we were playing, played this in the dark, where it's like, I'm not sure I would like to run that in Finland in the summer because there's not going to be dark, but also I wouldn't want to run this in <laughs> Finland in the winter because it's incredibly bleak and incredibly dark, and like seasonal depression mm, and this yeah. game probably don't mix.
0: I guess this is my, and again, I'm interested by it, I'm interested to see how it would play and like how I would be affected by it, but also I'm thinking like getting a group of people in the right state of mind who are yeah. invested enough to kind of get into it, I would struggle because like. I don't want to turn up, if everyone's into it and I've had like a shit day at work or something, I'm like, I'm actually really fucking tired. I don't know if I want to, I don't know. It it just seems one of those like Goldilocks things. I also
1: really don't want to play with someone who is not taking it seriously enough.
0: Well, that, I mean, the buy-in is, is yeah. crucial.
2: I'd say yes, on one hand. Like, it, of course, it depends on how you want to, like, what headspace you want to be in. Mm. But I've had a session that started, uh, ha ha very, you know, like, yeah. everyone mm. was, like, jokey. And then by the end, like, it became serious. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, I mean, not that we started, like, killing ourselves or anything, mm. but, you know... It, Invested. It, 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 yeah. it happened, like, it organically. Okay. And even online, again. Like, because I feel that with the actual candles mm. and the idea that that's the only light you have it gets like emotionally more investing yeah, yeah i mean you to, just to can't help it, it right yeah, like, yeah exactly just... It's very like it's lines.
1: very like thematic and it's like it's very like atmospheric is the word I would yeah. like to use and yeah. it's like it's the thing that's drawing me to it.
0: So what would be because I'm showing this a visual like what would be and I don't really want to use the word adventure but what would be the you know setup of a game? Yeah, I mean, where,
2: what would you? So the book do? you see like it's um,
1: maybe 20 pages 80, maximum, 80 pages. Is it that much? Yeah, it is because it's okay compared bit. to like Mark like <laughs> about the same size. But
2: yeah, but from 64 onwards, it's just uh, example scenarios like there are one or two parag- paragraph pitches okay. of, like, what kind of games you can play. Mm. And Again, there quite are low some prep. silly ones where you're, <laughs> yeah. like, dogs.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, I think that would be even sadder for me. Yeah. yeah.
2: But what about... Uh, No but Now that you said Leviathans The idea is also that Apart from the darkness There's also some kind of Like monster Hunting everyone down And they are afraid Of the light Mm. Right So that's the That's that's why You you want Mm -hmm. to go to places Where there is light Yeah But then You know Like the Electricity grid Has failed like, all sources of light are mm-hmm. s- slowly, like, you know...
1: So I could run oh this god. in a yeah. submarine with a leviathan lurking around. I think there is a submarine. <laughs> okay, oh oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, the,
2: the the thing is that the monsters are also intentionally left vague. Mm. They are called the Others, I think. It, or Them. Them, them. yeah. Oh, and then... It's like, almost more ominous. You... Yeah. you you decide what they are as you play Yeah. because oh in the in the beginning you see just like shadows like glimpses of them here and there and then as the light gets less and less closer. they mm-hmm. come closer and in the end they get you so this this is the thing
1: and also like one thing that I was wanting to say sorry I cut no, you no. was like because one thing that came up when I was looking into this again was that the thing with this is like if you are good players in this you might end up being in a situation where it feels like oh we might survive we've got all the things we need it's good and then you realize no but because the game is that we are going to die then it is up to you to sabotage this in some way kind of like you're like Again, we're getting back to this collaborative thing where right? it would be more interesting if we failed. It's more like, no, we are supposed you to fail. You have to fail. Yeah, and that is, like, you get to do that as a player and get to, like, come up with ways that things are going badly, come up with ways that things are becoming more interesting and bleak. Mm. So, yeah.
2: And again, because the idea is that, okay, so you will snuff out a candle mm. every time that there is a failed roll. <laughs> oh, God. <right? laughs> oh, well, that would so be a very in, quick in game begin- for me. Then. <laughs> the, no, in the beginning, you have, like, 10 dice, mm-hmm. and they are all d6s. You mm-hmm. have 10 d6 practically, and you need to roll more 6s than the GM. Yeah, my mm-hmm. point still stands. The, the yeah. GM <laughs> has zero yeah. dice don't, in don't the let, beginning. That. Oh, right? okay. So and then every time there's a candle snuffed out, uh, on yeah, one, one die mm. from the pool of the players goes to the GM. Mm. So then it's like 9 to 1. Then it's eight. So it gets more and more difficult as the time passes <laughs> to <laughs> defeat the, the yeah. GM, right? Yeah, so So. yeah also I mean we didn't talk about this mechanic so mm-hmm. I wanted to, to make sure that
0: like, yeah that yeah I didn't I, I actually didn't <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about the dice at that point yeah, I was yeah. like I wonder yeah. if there's something
1: yeah but it's like it's very like it's very low on prep and I think it's like uh, you've done the character creation I assume the character creation is also quite uh, streamlined I haven't introduced yeah it. it's, it's like quite it's,
2: straightforward ah yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah I remembered sorry I remembered yeah. what I wanted to say uh, because you said like oh, introducing hindrances mm-hmm. to, to yourself practically yes at the end of it round, like every time there is a failed roll and uh, a light is going out, you go around the table and every person, depending on how many candles are still on... Yeah you have these many truths like that you state like you state something that is true about the world so you say oh now it started raining for example okay and then the next person goes and they and, and our car broke down in the rain mm-hmm. so so people tend to start introducing hindrances organically also I don't okay. think that it's uh, yeah because again at some point people start getting into the mm-hmm. mood of the game mm-hmm.
0: Unfortunately I'm a real min maxer. And my character will never die. So, <laughs> you should play it. What's the. What, yeah. Oh, it's the end of the world. I've got an AC of like 40, so I should be fine. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, a certain flavor of people. Yeah. Get, like, I'm sort of like super kind of tempted, but I'm just. The only thing holding me back is like having, I guess, this kind of probably wrong version of like getting the right people at the right time yeah. in the right kind of the mood. The
2: good thing is that it, it only lasts one session. Like, you can do yeah, it to with... be. That's true. Three to four hours, so even if you're not like if you have agreed to play it and mm. you're not feeling it, you will know that it's gonna end soon. Yes, you're gonna feel even worse afterwards, <laughs> <laughs> but but you shouldn't <laughs> beat your friends, is my point because it's only four hours, okay? And it's 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 fun, I mean, it's fun in its own way. Yeah, it's, I feel mm. that it's 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 definitely interesting,
1: it's an experience. everyone should do it yeah, cool. yeah. at least once,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the rules, you have to then sit in darkness for the two hours after the game as well <laughs> and think about what <laughs> no, you've that's done. another game.
1: <laughs> how many people is this like geared for? How, like, how many people is it best with? I
2: uh, I'm not sure. I've run it, I think, with five people maybe six including me there's probably, probably some like, that's more recommendation. Than I
0: thought there'd be um more intimate I guess that's my oh, impression like for three people or two yeah, people.
2: yeah, yeah I, I, like
1: my it. assumption would have been like four to six I I, think, th- I yeah. think
2: it probably works better in that maybe I think there's something about don't don't try to do it with more than eight I mean it oh works still but then it's a bit uh... that's pretty crazy
1: yeah but it's not ten candles and people at least yeah yeah like, candle fridge. yeah but I think I do think it would then no. work for multiple sizes of groups. I think then mm. like just like depending on the group that you like that makes it also easier that you don't have to have a set uh, number of people.
2: It is best played with 2 to 5 players and 1 GM. So. Official rules. It was the first page by the way? I was just blind. <laughs> <laughs> Can Always I give way. an honorable mention yes. to Fate? Because yes. uh, Fate goes the opposite way of what I was talking about earlier. It's still, I think, it's not low prep, that one. Mm-hmm. And it's not thematic necessarily. But it's a, it's a more <laughs> generic system that mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you, you, you can just use slap something to... Awesome. Whatever setting you mm-hmm. have in mm-hmm. mind, you can play with. The, the main thing that I like is that it has this idea of, you don't have fixed stats, mm. you have mm-hmm. skills, you have a skill list, but then you also create aspects for your character that you write you, on your own. Mm-hmm. Depending on okay. what your character is, you write like I think three in the character creation, and then you can add more as, the, as you progress. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it can be like, oh, my character is an awesome swords person. Right. And then this who would, can come who who would to put play. that in, you know, you know, what I mean. but I, ideally you create aspects that can work both positively and mm-hmm. negatively. Mm. For example, OK, I'm a famous drug lord. Right. Yeah. It can give you an advantage in the criminal world, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Also but like you can YouTube, also maybe yeah. notorious and like the police is after you or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Someone yeah, yeah. has heard about you or knows mm. you. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and it's good because you can use these to, like, get bonus dice and and stuff like that. Mm.
0: So a cheeky honorable mention for, uh, was it Fate Core?
2: Fate,
1: yes. So is yep. Fate one more one of these, because it says core system, are there, like, uh, spin-offs or, like, additional things? Uh, or is it just everything is just Fate and you just... No, I think there you... are
2: just, like, supplements. Okay. So this is the, you know, like, Player handbook, and mm-hmm. Dungeon Master guide yeah. in, the, in the end when you have, like
1: monster book uh, and you have like you have the like the, or the, the
2: th- or the theme for it because it'd be like Savage Worlds will... and like Deadlands I yeah guess. yeah there are also like specific uh, like settings yeah. that okay. are based on that and then they have their own specific I, I can't remember I think the Dresden Files oh, really is oh. like oh, yeah, yeah, more yeah, yeah, or yeah, less yeah, based yeah. on that or yeah. weird or some previous version of this, because I think this is like a third edition.
1: So what? So it's like it's the mechanic of like adding your attribute is cool, but what what else is there? Like like shortly, what is that? Why is it? Is it just because it allows you to do anything?
2: I think that that's what draws me to it, and uh, that it's again it's it's more generic because with D and D, and I'm not saying this necessarily in a bad way, but mm. just because I've played primarily D and D, I feel that it's too combat based mm. for my taste at this point mm. and okay yes you can do everything mm. with D. yeah but yeah, you, also but you, can, you can hammer yeah. a nail with a screwdriver yeah. it's not ideal yeah. it's not for that. Yeah. that yeah that's my point right and i, I just want to try different things yeah. that, that's, that's my main thing for today like i want to try these games because
1: something yeah. they other than D&D something
0: different yeah it's not oh it's a different flavor of combat simulator yeah than,
2: <laughs>
1: It's a different yeah. flavor of combat simulator in the basic medieval like, fantasy world yeah. that we all know and love. <laughs> but uh, now with whales. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Crazy. Uh, but yeah, I think
2: the, the other main thing about the, the, the mechanics mm. is the you have these fate points and mm. they act like as a currency. Practically, you can use them when the GM tells you, oh, you have to roll because of that you can mm. say no I will pay like two fate points so that I don't have to, yeah, okay. to do it so it's like... or you could pay some pay, uh, fate points to do something similar that like Blades in the Dark mm-hmm. to like grab the narrative yourself and like say what happens or oh I have this thing with me this is uh, also mm. something
1: that like Genesis also has to like you have two pools of dice that like, go back in between mm-hmm. like the GM and the players and so on so I think there's like... a few systems of like yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: You, yeah I don't know whether it's dice or tokens but you can like alter face if you're mm. you know and then you give it to the the, the GM and they can spend them against yeah, you. They
1: kind of actually, tried to do that in D and D as well yeah, with the with inspiration. inspiration. Yeah, but it's very one, mild pretty mild. No does it, yeah.
0: yeah, inspiration is just to be given and then instantly forgotten about. Yeah. I think at that it
1: gets you 100 XP at the end of the session if you didn't use it. Yeah, uh, well, you'd still you'd still fucking forget. Yeah, it's, yeah. Do, do people still do XP based?
2: Oh, I guess you with your West Marches yes, thing. Yes, we yeah, do. Makes yeah, sense
1: because we don't have like a milestone based. But yeah, I feel like yeah. we've talked about. How many five? different books? Yeah, five different books. There's still two more books that Nikos brought that we no, didn't get. There's at least twenty more <laughs> in his bag. I'm <laughs> yes. sure. There's a, there's but, a huge pile. But I think we had like a like this is like mostly low prep, low crunch is what we were mostly going for because I think that makes sense. And mm. then well, every like, I think thematic things are something we talk about in this podcast quite Shocking. a lot. Shocking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And aesthetic as aesthetic, well, yes.
1: yes. Thematic and aesthetic things, and then also leviathans.
0: And, yeah, giant giant yeah. sea creatures. That's and, all and, we're and about. And candles, I guess. And yes. candles, okay. Candles well, yeah. that's, uh, yeah, that's our word cloud of things we yes. love. It's all those <laughs> things together. Uh, well, with that then, I shall bring this episode to a close. Oh are going to snuff Yeah, uh, the, uh, there, the last window. candle is flickering. <laughs> We've done, we're about to sit for our prerequisite two hours. It doesn't do in complete much because it's so
2: bright out. <laughs> but but it is snuffed.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's completely dark apart from the Fifteen hours of sunshine that we have, yeah, <laughs> magical. Um, but yes, we have been bored with fins. Uh, I'd say follow us on the socials, but I don't know. We, I barely post.
1: I do every time we have a like new episode, but the interactions have gone way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> nice.
0: thanks, Musk. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I will say goodbye. It is goodbye for me.
1: It is a goodbye for me,
2: and I will also say goodbye.
0: Classic three for three. All right, goodbye. <laughs> bye, 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 <laughs> bye.